So I'm here with uh, John Smith from Noble Systems, uh, and uh, we've been chatting quite a bit about uh, what's been happening with lockdown, um, and particularly the what's been happening from a, a technology uh, a technology point of view. Uh, so, so so welcome, John. Um, um, so just to start off, um, a little bit about what have you been seeing in terms of like since lockdowns happened, since COVID lockdowns happened, what's been happening with with from from your clients and from a, from a Noble point of view? Well, I think the obvious things that um, nearly all of our clients, if not all of our clients, have been looking at is how they can work more flexibly. So the ability to um, have agents obviously working from home, um, given the uh, current circumstances, is, is absolutely critical to them. So that, that's something that they're, they're all looking at um, and, and have done. And we've done lots of work with our clients to make sure that they're able to do so. Some had some home working uh, policies in place but the vast majority it was uh, something new we had to move very quickly and i'm pleased to say that we got a lot of those customers you know working effectively from home and and now you know as we move forward through the the the, the current uh, circumstances uh, then uh, they're looking at how do we change to a more flexible working structure mm. where agents can be at home or can be um, in the office and can work between the two and I think importantly for them that they're actually able to uh, have the same experience, be at home or, or um, in the office. So we need to also be mindful of home workers um, might not have the best, best broadband, might not have um, great mobile signals. So, you know, there's, there's always the need for some flexibility um, in the way that we do that. So one of my particular large collections customers, we've, we've you know, done quite a lot of work with them to enable them to have a bit of a mix and match of, of their agents using um, mobiles for some of the voice path or their landline or whatever, um, or ideally the broadband circuit um, to, to, to get them working. So that's, that's you know, that's really um, helped them continue their business through this period. Did you, have you seen a lot of changes since the lockdown started relaxing? So, I mean, so we've seen lockdown relaxing a little bit, I suppose, particularly over the summer. And we were all sort of it was all mad busy trying to get people off site and that's sort of relaxing a bit are you seeing seeing more people starting to come back in the office or is it sort of continuing with people still working from home what's what's been the the relaxation sort of impact on on the feeling at least amongst clients it's a real mixed bag um so some clients are still retaining agents at home with a very small number of um agents coming into the office um others um you know um bringing trying to bring more more agents and employees back into the office it is that mixed bag and i think you know that's what really drives a lot of the thought about you know you need to have that flexibility to do either do what what suits the the current circumstances and obviously mm. going forward you know post covid we're going to get to a situation where people have experienced uh, flexible workers working it's bringing them great benefits in terms of their use of office space um giving um uh, people the ability to work in a different way to be more flexible and one of the things that we're you know trying to do now is is look at well what's you know how do we enable that flexible working and and workforce management is is very important you know being able to slot people in at different times of the day when there's demand and and, and for some of our customers they haven't had the flexibility uh, to do that they're, they're they've got people in the office from you know nine to five or eight to ten and two shifts and things like that and it's really opening people's minds to working in a much more flexible way um and and working not necessarily on very fixed days on and, and looking also geographically 
um, where their agents could be. So it's, it's opened up a whole new world for, for a lot of organisations. Yes, yeah, so we've, we've all been working from home for quite a long time. I mean, how do you think that's going to, how do you think it'll evolve? Um, I'm thinking, I mean, how do, you, how do you think it'll evolve? I mean, we, we had some conversations around, you know, some people saying, well, we're just going to be off-site completely. And other people say, we're going to go back to the office. Do you, how do, do you think it? Do you think we'll go back one way or the other? Or is it going to be sort of like it's going to be a lot flexible? It's, it's got to be flexible, and, yeah. and I think people are dealing with the unknown as well. Um, yeah. Because even if your intention is to um, bring your people back into the office, circumstances mm -hmm. may dictate otherwise. So you've got to have that ability to to move um, customers around, uh, agents around rather, and and give them that that ability to provide the full service. That they will be getting in the office. Um, I think well, the, one of the one of the things we were we were we've been chatting about is is we have to sort of remember people's circumstances are different as well. So so some of us like working from home and enjoy working from home, but some people can't work from home as well. I imagine you've come across that, and and it's different by different people. I mean, I imagine particularly in the call center industry. Completely, and I, and I think you know that's one of the challenges for for organizations is is to look at each individual's mm. uh, requirements um and 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 they may change over time obviously so um as what's right for a for a, a home worker today isn't necessarily right for a home worker in the future yeah. certainly aware of people with young children it's a very difficult yeah. environment sometimes to work with with children um running around in the background um so yeah, I, th I think organisations have got to be very mindful of that. You know, the companies I work with, you know, in the in the collection sphere, they're very aware of both, you know, their employee and agent engagement and, and what's yeah. right for them uh, as as much as their customers. So those, you know, the understanding of of uh, the vulnerabilities around uh, their 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 people are, are as important as that for their customers. And, and what about what about geographic spread? I mean, like so we, you talk you talk a bit about you know the fact that you know a big push around having people working from home, working remotely. But I mean, you could have people working anywhere in the world in reality these days, right? Um, and we always used to have that concept with outsourcing. But do you think that's I mean that could even happen locally in say even in the UK or in any of the any of the <coughs> markets where you could have people working from anywhere really? Do you think it's an enabler or? It's, it's definitely the case that 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 that. that is available. Um, I was speaking to um, one of my customers just the other day, um, and they were saying that, uh, yeah, that's great. We could we recruit, recruit somebody from Aberdeen, mm. but actually, right now where they are for training and things like that, they tend to want to do that in the office. In the office so right. that's still giving them, and, and that thought thought process will develop. So as we give them the tools to be able to uh, remotely work then some of the thought thinking around how you train and develop and provide all of the other um, elements of uh, employee um, management and engagement that those also need to develop over time but yeah you can definitely see over time how things could spread out to a much wider geographic uh, base uh, i think it's one step at a time for organizations at the moment um, so we talked a bit about remote management and how things you know and people working from home uh, yeah, and you guys do a lot around sort of like workforce management and sort of managing remotely. Um, you got any thoughts around how that would look from, you know, from a measurement point of view? Do we need to have a new suite of measures? Do we need to think about things differently if we do have like a home working uh, workforce really or a remote workforce? 
Absolutely. I, I think the measures are largely the same. Um, we just need to look at them slightly differently for, for remote agents. Mm. You, and particularly if you're looking at a more flexible workforce that are going to be mm. working um, maybe two hours at the beginning of the day and two hours at the end of the day, you need a, a level of granularity in your workforce planning. And, you know, something like, you know, Noble Shift Track will give you that ability to slice your day up into right. much smaller chunks and therefore be able to look at, OK, so where's the demand across all of your channels, be it voice, um, web chat, email, social media, and, and then decide, OK, allow the system to tell you what resources you need to be able to service those. So it, it becomes a more complex problem for planning, but with the right tools, then obviously you're in a position to to plan that. I think another one that um, is of interest here is around the use of uh, you know gamification to create mm. um, communities, create a sense of teams, create a, um, some competition from what could feel like quite an isolated environment inside um someone's you know little office at home or the whole gamification piece and sort of that 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 whole piece is kind of interesting particularly when you talk about remote working right because mm. you're going to get you've got to try and create that virtual community and it's a way of doing it and it's you know if you're in a call center you're doing it in one way if you're if you're working remotely that that's another way of sort of like substituting some of that um i think that's that's interesting i don't know if that's going to get more common um you know, I, th I think, you know, gamification um, has been around for a couple of years now, noble mm -hmm. gamification. Um, you know, we've got a, a, you know, a very strong platform with, with a great deal of breadth and depth. And, you know, and, and what we do is we include some uh, a gamification success director as part of the delivery. And it's mm -hmm. about making sure you can embed gamification as part of your organization the way we do things has got mm. to include gamification and as you make that more core to the way that you reward and recognize your agents then you know that that that's where that guidance and the hand-holding mm. that we can provide really helps mm. yeah. um, and we found that in, in, in a good number of our customers yeah okay okay um so we talked a bit about uh, at the start a little bit about um you know digital portals, the online journey, uh, and you know some of the challenges with that. What are some of the things that you've seen? Have you, have you seen that with your clients um, in terms of trust? You know, obviously we've had, a, we've had volumes, we've had lockdowns. I mean, what are, what, are the, what are some of the digital automation themes you sort of picked up on? Again, you know, I think that the use of digital channels um, hasn't changed greatly, although, you know, I think there's probably been a bit of shift one way or, or the other. Um, mm. One of my customers moved entirely away from the voice channel onto purely digital channels for a period during uh, lockdown. So, you know, there are opportunities there to to stay open even when things are changing in, in, in you know at the back end um I, one of the things that i really do see is that with um digital channels often we're seeing um individual point solutions for each of the channels and and that creates some very big challenges for organizations mm. to create and and, and report on a consistent uh, customer journey and customer mm. experience so how would you know, for instance, that somebody that has sent in an email uh, at, at 2 p.m. Um, on one day and then puts a phone call in at 5 p.m. on the same day, often the agent isn't, isn't aware of that. Some of those interactions can be captured within CRM or collections platforms. 
but not necessarily in real time and not not necessarily at the granularity that you need so, so again so in terms of the future of call centers with with covid do you think do you think voice is going to play less of a less of a less of a role than it did in the past now we've learned about digital interactions what, what's your feelings about that so uh, voice change is, is going to be still absolutely critical um mm. going forwards but it changes um so digital channels and as we bring in you know capabilities like chatbots mm. and ai and that those sorts of automation they're going to be able to um, handle a lot of the repetitive more straightforward tasks mm. um and what's left are uh complex interactions things, yeah. complex interactions yeah. um that really need an agent that's um capable in in their own terms so that brings in the need again for the highest level you know good levels of motivation which is where gamification comes in but you also need to support those agents with information so for instance the uh, the noble desktop composer allows us to provide all of the information to consolidate the systems and you know again we see in many customers agents are trying to wrestle with multiple crm collection mm. systems knowledge bases scripting systems um and to bring that all into a single pane of glass a sing single window that allows the agent to provide to, to have all the information they need at their fingertips and to some extent driven um by by process within that platform then that gives one the consistency that your customers need and also allows you to onboard agents more quickly so you can start bringing them into a complex environment routing the right calls to the right agents with the right level of capability and again that's you know that's all something we've got within the noble platform i, I do wonder if the the lock the lockdown piece is sort of like it's enabled us to sort, sort of like start trying more digital interactions so it's been a bit of an enabler for the industry to sort of move forward move the agenda forward and maybe maybe it wasn't there before um and so is there now a bigger pie of interactions that can be done automatically i mean the the, the repetitive uh, interactions but there's still sort of like a need for doing what humans do right i mean we we analyze we discuss we gather information it's what we do we're talking to other humans we have to have that two-way interaction and it's sort of it and it's it's kind of like, so there's always that need but it sort of like uses our the higher human skill rather than the you know the you know just the, the more the more straightforward kind of things and it and i think i think there's there's probably a there's opportunity to to, to use systems to, to to do that i would think um, i absolutely agree i think mm. one of the keys to that is identifying those repetitive interactions mm. um and so you know that's where the likes of speech analytics comes in um, to, to capture those types of interactions and, and drill down into that data so you know noble's uh, post-call speech analytics conversations as yeah. it's called yeah. allows us to drill right down there and create word clouds so you can really from a management point of view understand what's going on back to what i was saying earlier about having a single view of the customer journey and the customer interaction being able to mine that information be that a voice interaction uh, or one any of the digital channels enables you to fully understand what's going on um, mm. so how many you know conversations are going on that contain great great information good or bad about yeah. the customer journey that, that that could be unearthed 
and can completely change the customer's experience of your organization as a customer's organization. Okay. I think that's um, and so, so I mean, so what do you what do you expect the future to be? Um, so if we look out five, ten years time, what 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 what's next on the horizon? What, what do you think would be? Uh, what do you think? What do you think's next? We talked about speech analytics. We talked a bit about you know uh, omni-channel or you know um, communication. We talked a bit about some of the workforce management stuff, those kind of things. But what's what's next? What do you think next? Next? What's the what's the next development? So um, I think yeah yeah sorry. and and will and will COVID drive it right? I mean is it it, it is an enabler for us in some ways. Um, uh, yeah, I think you know, COVID has has created a, a, an environment for change. I guess, and, and, and many organisations are looking at, well, we need change. We know that we've got this issue with being able to enable our um, agents to work remotely, and that's mm. raised a whole heap of other questions. Mm. So that, that's one very big part of it is is that, you know, the future is the whole remote working um, mm. environment. And I think organisations will need a, some support to get through that and understand mm. what that means from many, many different different aspects. One very important aspect of that is is security. Mm. Um, so, you know, secure payments. If you're a, an organization that takes payments over the phone, um, we you know we know that many organizations are relying on stop start um, yeah. of recordings yeah. in a home working environment. Really that that doesn't cut it any longer. That isn't good enough um, to meet the uh, the security today's security requirements. So something like you know noble secure pay assist completely deadens the um, the, the tones as they're keyed in from um, the customer, um, prevents the agent seeing anything on the screen. Mm. Um, therefore, you know completely securing that uh, transaction. But and really importantly, keeping the recording going to prevent yeah. any potential fraud in that period when the recording has been stopped. Yeah. So, you know, that's a today technology. It's not about the future, but it's really, really important. Um, I think, you know, uh, other areas, you know, to, so to uh, to answer your question about, you know, has it brought about change, COVID? I think there's, there's changes coming. Maybe it's hastened it. Mm. I think, you know, lots of organisations are looking at making better use of self-service. And, and I think it's still the point that, there's a lot of technology out there that's been around a long time that needs good implementation. Yeah. So by using the tools that we talked about, going back and looking, is your IVR yeah. doing everything that you could do? Are you maximizing the self-service opportunities within that? Have you integrated your IVR? You know, Noble's absolute strength is integration um, with, with systems um, through the IVR, through the agent desktop, and elsewhere so being able to maximize those integration points to either automate out the um the interaction away from agents or to provide the agent with the maximum information available and to shorten take set vital seconds off every interaction so for instance idmv identification and verification um only needs to be done once through the ivr and then it's done, and the, you know, and away you go. So that that's you know what they're today technologies, but I think you know for a lot of organisations it's still the future to be implemented. Um, some some more futuristic things, um, I guess, and it, it really brings me back to about it's all about at this point about it's all about the implementation is um, things like chatbots. Chatbots are great, and AI is great, 
but it has to be implemented in the right way and you have to be addressing the issues that the customer wants to address. Um, so all of these things on the Noble Roadmap, you know, they're coming along, biometrics, um, you know, addressing that idea of need again, those things are, are coming along. But so, you know, I think what does a future um, contact centre look like? It looks like something that's very distributed, across multiple sites, across home workers, office workers, mm. people that are going to be much more flexible, dipping in, dipping out of, of work as needs, you know, as as needed, um, with huge amounts of support from the tools that they have in front of them. And, and ideally, you want that simplified to a level where, where it makes the, the agent's job as, 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 as easy as possible while dealing those with, you know, those very complex questions that the customers are going to be asking because the, you know everything else has been, has been automated it's, it's interesting i think it's interesting that we talk a lot about you know what the future is going to be but the future is actually actually a lot of it is here now it's just not implemented yet and yeah. you just and you just wonder if like you know some of the changes that happened with lockdown you know it's an enabler for us to implement those future technologies that are actually here today today rather than waiting sort of five ten years that's that i mean that's quite exciting really i think i think so i th I, I think the technologies we've all seen you know technologies implemented and and perhaps not got the maximum um return on, on investment mm. due to the investment uh, due to the, uh, the, the the lack of um regard for the amount of effort that's needed mm. sometimes to to get the best out of them and and so on one hand effort but the other thing is having the information at your fingertips so mm. if you have got the all of that data in one place in a in a single platform um, across all channels you've got the um, the recorded calls um, you've got the speech analytics data or the the analytics data that shows you um, all of the words and phrases that were spoken or um, during an interaction that gives an organisation a huge amount of data to be able to go away and look at where they're going to really get benefit from the likes of uh, chatbots. So I think that's where the you know that, that's right, what the customer customer as well, right? Pre precisely, precisely. Um, we've all had frustrating experiences with uh, speech uh, speech recognition systems that are poorly yeah. implemented. Um, yeah. um, well, John, thanks very much for spending the time. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, some 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 great topics we discussed there. So I think that's that's fantastic, and uh, look forward to, to speaking with you soon. That's great. Thanks, Chris. I really appreciate the time, and uh, good speaking to you.